Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's Word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Motes and Jonathan Bosby. Hey, everybody, and uh, welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. And I am so, so glad and I'm so happy that I get to start off and I get to I get to be the host for today. And above all, I'm so excited to announce the theme of 2023. I was so excited when uh, uh, Joe told me about this and he said, hey, this is going to be our theme and this is what we're going to do. I just loved it. You know, it's not me, or it's not Joe, or it's not this, or it's not that, but it's all about Jesus. Mm, it's amen. about seeking Him. There it is. There you go. What You're right. Seek Him is the theme of 2023, the greatest need that is ever there on this planet today and right now at this very moment, yes, and it sure. will always be is the need for Jesus. So seek Him. Seek Him in the morning. Seek Him in the morning. Seek Him in the evening and seek Him in the afternoon and seek Him all the time. When you go to work, seek Him. When you when you come back from work, seek Him. Every time, seek Him. What do you think, brother? What do you think? Seek Him. You know, last week we were praying, God, give us, give us some lead, uh, give us some guidance, give us some direction, lead us into what you would want our theme for 2023, specifically for this podcast to be. And last week you preached on the podcast from Psalm 24, verse six. This is the generation of them that seek him. Seek him. And you remember right after we got done recording, I looked at you and I said, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's what we're going to do. And so You're thank right. you for following the Holy Spirit, man, and just, you know, uh, preaching what the Lord told you to preach. And I'm praying that this year will be a year where you just seek him. And there's obviously a lot of things clawing for our attention, a lot of things you right. know, that could clamor our, our time and our effort, and our attention. But just like he said, in the morning, afternoon, evening, just seek him and uh, seek him in prayer. And so last week we read a little bit from this book. I gave you a statement from this book I've been reading about the private devotional lives of Finney, Moody, and Spurgeon. And what I want to do, what we're going to do the next several weeks, uh, probably maybe even throughout the course of this year, I don't know, we'll see what the Lord wants us to do, uh, but give you a seek him tip of the week of the week from yeah. the lives from the private devotional lives of and, and by the way everybody needs that You're that's right. not just for the preacher that's not just for the podcast oh yeah what, Say on, brother. What, You're what right. You, what do you call us? Podcasters? Podcast or, you know. What are we? I don't know. People say we are host. Host. Okay, it's you not know? just for the podcast host. It's not just for the pastor. I mean, it is for every child of God. You're right. You've got to have a private walk and a personal devotional life with the Lord. And I gave you something last week. Well, I want to give you a, a, a seek him tip for this week. We're back in Charles Finney. Oh, Charles Finney was a lawyer. Do you know that? Oh, yeah. Charles Finney was oh, yeah. a lawyer, and uh -huh. he was reading some law books, and the man, I believe he was from England, I forget his name, Blackstone or something like that. I, th I think that's what it was. And he wrote some um, uh, some books on the law in, in England and from the uh, uh, from the government there. Well, anyway, he wrote a commentary on those laws, and throughout his commentary, he would write Bible verses and wow. put Bible references. And Charles Finney is reading this and he sees these Bible references. So he kept on going back to the Bible, going back to the Bible and, and having the Bible alongside this commentary of law uh, that he was reading and studying. 
And that's how he got saved. That's how he fell wow. in love with the Bible and the Word of God. So here's what he says about the Bible. It says, he thought of the scriptures as a deep mind that grew richer as he dug deeper. And yeah, we want to, I mean, the surface is good. Just the surface of the Bible is good. You were right. talking about studying the right. book of James. Right. And last week you told me something. And then, but as you studied deeper and dug deeper into it, you, 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 you changed what you said, yes. because once you, once you dug into the word of God, it, you, you, you saw some other things. And so here's what he said. He said, we must pause and pray over it verse after verse and compare it part with part, dwell on it, digest it, and get it into our minds. My papa, whenever mama, when I would ever, whenever I would go to mama and papa's house, Jonathan, uh, and, and I, I, I told you this, and, and you saw it. Whether you're there for thirty minutes or three hours, papa will always say the same thing. I'll get up and say, "All right, you know, I got to go. I enjoyed fellowship with you." He'll always say the same thing. He'll always say, "Oh, you don't have to rush off." Whether you've been there for 30 minutes or three hours, half the day, it don't matter. He's going to say the same thing. And you know what? I think God says that sometimes. Right. When we open our Bible and we 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 just read it real quick just to check a box or check a circle or get it out of our way, get it off our plate, um, God says, you don't have to rush off like that. Right. It'd be good if wow. we read the Bible, pause, wow. pray over it. After every verse, after every line, comparing it part with part, dwelling on it, meditating upon it, digesting it. So that's your seek him tip of the week, man. Get the word of God in your mind. Don't Amen. just read it and then just just rush away. But man, get the word of God in wow. your mind. Wow, that's just uh, that's just so true. Because every morning we do devotions, mm -hmm. and, and the whole idea of the devotion is for that to lead you the whole day. And it's so hard. After I do my devotions, I try to keep it in my mind. You know, half. Oh, yeah. You know, when I go through half of my day, I keep thinking. Sometimes I'm like, what did I read? But I. I you know, we got to get back. Let that devotion Amen. lead you. Let that devotion get through, get you through your day. You know, that's just so important. Well, mm. I love that. I love the Seek Him tip. Mm. And uh, I love that. And you know what? Let us know ways that you use to seek Him. You know, some of us, you know, we seek Him in a different way. Let's say some of us, we want to do it through prayer. You know, some of us, we want to do it through, you know, reading our Bible or some of us, we want to do it through different ways. You know, those great men of God mm. did it that way. It worked. And, you know, let us know what you think. Let us know what, what you think is more effective for you. And let us know maybe you're doing something, you know, maybe you read your Bible in the afternoon, you know, mm. maybe you read your Bible in the evening, or maybe you read your Bible three times a day or four times a day. Let us know. We'd love to know, you know, how you do it. That is great. Well, I'm so excited for Joe, and I'm so excited for what he's going to preach. Uh, I really have no idea, but I, I'm <laughs> looking either. forward I mean, to hear it. Joe, here you go. Take away, man. Well, I'm not, I'm not ready for the message. You're not ready for the message yet? No. You know, last week... We, we dedicated the episode. Oh, I'm so sorry. To yep. The, the security, security guards. guards of GSBC. You know, they're blessed. And I texted them again today at the time of this recording and said, hey, just you make sure the thing's unlocked. And I walked past him on the way in here. I said, bless you, brother. You know, you're a blessing. Well, yep. I announced that last week and I, I had a couple requests, you know, a couple uh -huh. people send in some stuff, say, hey, but but I got this video last week and uh, and and it was of my niece, Scarlett. And uh, and I got this video, and man, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you. It's it just a blessing. Wow. And uh, and so we're gonna show you this clip. You're gonna hear it, and then we'll tell you who we're dedicating the episode to. Hi, Joe. I want you to dedicate the next podcast to me or Biff Cunningham. 
Well, thank you so much, Scarlett. Thank you for <laughs> but, <laughs> sending us that video. And so, you know what, Scarlett, because I love you so much, because you're my favorite niece in the whole uh -huh. wide world. And, uh, you know, because you're awesome and you're cool <laughs> and, and everything, I would gladly, 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 more than gladly dedicate this episode Amen. to my friend, Biff Cunningham. Thank you so much for sending in that. And, and you know who Biff Cunningham is? Who is, is Scarlett? And who is? You don't know who Scarlett is? No. Oh, you're wicked, man. Scarlett is my niece. I've got like 10. The one that we met? Here. Not that one. Not the one in Tennessee. Not Maddie and Emmy and all Okay. Them. I know it gets confusing, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, confusing, uh, but. But yeah. And so Scarlett, um, uh, yep, she's one of my nieces back home in Georgia. And uh, so she, I guess she listens. I don't know. She sent wow. that video. And uh, wow. she's only like, Scarlett, I'm sorry. I don't even know how old you are. Wow. You're in sixth. Wow. You know, you're in fifth grade. Uh, I don't know. He still loves you, Scarlett. Yeah. He still loves you. Well, thank you so much for sending in uh, yeah. Scarlett and uh, her family. Yeah, thank you so absolutely. Much. You know, if, if you want to find out who Biff Cunningham is, just look him up. Famous race car driver. Actually, maybe don't look him up. I don't. I haven't looked him up. I don't know if he's a bad person or not. Bad person or a good know. person. Maybe, maybe think about it. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you so much, Scarlett, for sending in. And this episode is dedicated not to Biff Cunningham because I don't even know who he is, but for Scarlett and uh, my, my little niece. And so if you want us to dedicate an episode to somebody, you can you, you text us or email us at a word for the wilderness at gmail.com. That is a word, the number four, wilderness at gmail.com. And we would gladly message, you can message us on any one of our social media outlets. We will gladly dedicate an episode to somebody you love. And that will be great. We're continuing our study through the gospel of Matthew. Man, we're just walking with the master in Matthew and we're studying Jesus. Well, that's a good person to study. We just talked about seeking him. And one of the best ways to seek him is to read about him. And so that's what we're doing in the gospel of Matthew. Last week, we were in Matthew chapter number 13. And I told you that this chapter is just filled with parables. Parables, again, are just earthly stories with a heavenly meaning. And Jesus is telling these earthly stories, something that the common man can, you know, I, I was, I was just thinking about a verse in, 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 in the gospels where it says, uh, the common man heard him gladly, or they heard him gladly or something like that. I need to seek him more. So I know what that verse says, but they heard him gladly. And the reason why they heard him gladly was because he wasn't really, he, he didn't condescend when he talked to him, but rather, I mean, he spoke on terms that they understood and he spoke on their level. And he did that by these parables. And we studied last week about the parable of the sower. Let's read a couple of verses this week as we look at the tares among the wheat, beginning in verse 24 of Matthew chapter number 13. It says, another parable put he forth unto them saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. Obviously, as we read on, we're going to find out that man is Jesus. And he sowed that good seed, the word of God, in his field. Verse 25, but while men slept, here's what happened. His enemy came. By the way, that's the only kind of seed God sows is good seed. I know I just kind of jumped back for a second, but that's the only kind of seed God sows is good seed. And that's the only kind of things he'll put every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. But, verse 25, while men slept... His enemy came and so tares among the wheat and went his way. Here's what I want to challenge you to, when they went to sleep, when they got tired, when they got weary, when they fell asleep, that's when the enemy came in and so tares among the wheat. And I was, I was, I was studying this this week. I began to think, man, what would have happened if the workers, if the servants didn't get tired? 
Boy, the enemy would have come in, but he would have been noticed. And the servants would have been able to do something about it. You know, I've, I have a feeling, and, and, I, and I fear this, Jonathan, a lot of God's workers and God's servants today are asleep. Their eyes are closed. They got sleep in their eyes. And man, they don't see the enemy rushing in like a flood. Well, you know what? He might not even rush in like a flood. He'll kind of walk in subtly, just like that serpent is. He'll walk in subtly in the night when nobody's paying attention, when nobody's aware, when nobody's awake. And if I want to challenge God's people to do something this day is this, stay awake. Man, if these servants would not have went to sleep, then the enemy would have come in, but they would have noticed it and they would have been able to do something about it and prevent these tares now, uh, from being sown among the wheat. Now, what are these tares? Well, tares bear the closest resemblance to wheat. Tares look just like wheat. And so the enemy came in and sowed these tares among the wheat. And man, as they were growing, it looked just like wheat. So nobody really knew that the tares were there. Oh, but here's what happened. Verse 26, but when the blade was sprung up, Boy, when it was seen, when it was fully grown, and when it was harvest time or close to harvest time, man, when the fruit began to be seen, that's when they noticed, oh, man, we're in trouble. That's when they noticed, oh, man, there's some tares among the wheat. You know, sometimes the work of the enemy is not noticed right away. The devil will begin to sow things in your life, and it won't be seen right away. Your preacher might not notice. Your pastor might not notice. Your friends might not notice. But there will come a day when it will be noticed. Be sure your sins will find you out. And there will come a day, man, when what's done in darkness will be come into the light, and it will be manifested. And so just like, man, sometimes God does something, and God works. It's not seen right away. And it's the same thing with the devil, but there will come a day when what was done in darkness will come to the light. And the, the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit. Then appeared the tares also. The servants came and said, man, we got to get rid of the tares. But the master of the house and the master of the vineyard is wise. He says, no, we don't want to get rid of them yet because you'll destroy the wheat as well. Here's what he says. He says in verse number 30, he says, let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tares bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. He, here's what he's saying. He's saying there's going to come a reaping day. There's going to come a day of separation. And you know what? Just like the devil will do a work and it's not seen right away, God says, you know what? This master says, you know what? Don't destroy them right away. They're going to grow. They're going to flourish for a time, man. They're going to they're going to enjoy being planted and growing in that field and in that vineyard for a time, he says, but there will come a day when I will cut them off. The tares will be bundled to be burned, but the wheat will be put into the barn to be used by the master. There will come a day of separation. There will come a day of harvest. There will come a day of reaping. And you know what was done in the darkness will be brought to light. You know, maybe in your life, there's some tears in your life. God's put some good things in your life, but man, the enemy has come in and put some tears. Get rid of those tears. Get rid of them. Man, don't let them grow and destroy the good things that God has done in your life. Wow, that's, that's an amazing, that's an amazing, amazing thought. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Joe, for that thought. And I pray, I pray that we, I pray that we are awake. And the only way that we can stay awake is by seeking him. And I pray that we keep seeking him, stay awake, and keep on keeping on with what God has for us. Folks, thank you so much for listening to us. Before we leave, one last thing. The theme of this year is seek him. I pray that we look to seek him. I pray that we learn to seek him. I pray that we live to seek him all the days of our life. Thank you. Have a good day. God bless you. Thank you for listening to A Word for the Wilderness. 
Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.